This is Minute 11 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I'm Joel Torres, your host, and with me today is Spencer Seams. Oh, that's me. And Sarah Roberts. Hi. No relation to uh, Eric Roberts. This minute begins with Cher detailing her grade negotiations. It almost immediately goes into a montage. And it ends with Cher and Dion at the mall at a certain certain very important store, at least fashion-wise. Mm-hmm. So this is a really, I think this is a really good minute to have to talk about. There's a lot of meat on it. Action-packed minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the real money shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we start off with the, uh, yeah, what's that song? No. Shake. Uh, shake and bake? Shake, <laughs> shake some action by Cracker. Is that the uh, actual name? That is the I, name. Me, is it in parentheses? It says or? right here in quotation marks, Shake Some Action, hmm. Cracker. That sounds like a fake song. It's, and fake band. It's something we heard in the 90s. Oh, okay. There were so many weird band <laughs> names in the 90s. Maybe Cracker grew up <laughs> to become Uncle Cracker. I don't know. I don't know the origin of that. Gross. But we see her negotiating with her PE teacher, mm-hmm. who is played by Julie Brown, not downtown, downtown Julie Brown. No, we looked into it. Wait. We thought it was downtown Julie Brown. Is that Brown. the Julie Brown from Earth Girls Are Easy? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. She's the comedian. Huh. And uh, not, not just a... Uh, she also did, like, MTV VJ stuff, too, which is funny. Yeah. But I believe yeah. they, they just called her Miss Julie Brown. Yeah, I remember she did a podcast a while ago. Um, oh, really? The Focal Mush Files. It wasn't very good, but her episode was good. Hmm. She, like, she created Camp Rock for Disney, but Disney oh. completely changed everything that that was her vision and kind of turned into something else, but... She has a lot paid a lot of money, so yeah, money's good. Yeah. At least there's that. It's <laughs> you can take cold comfort <laughs> in that sweet hard cash. Yeah, she. So uh, anything stands out about this particular minute or uh, this scene rather when she's discussing the PE teacher? Uh, you get to see her lawyer skills come into action. Well, shares mm-hmm. calling Sam talk about evil male ruined her life and then the teacher's like well all men are evil you don't have to deal with them don't tell me anything more <laughs> i think it i think that was more of a manipulation tactic it, it was lawyering yeah. but at the same time she was like i know she hates men i'm gonna use that yeah dan Haydad would be proud if we saw his daughter doing that yeah we talked we, we already discussed his questionable father <laughs> yeah. yeah fatherly uh, abilities but should we discuss I mean, uh, should we discuss uh, that darren pointed out how much money he has yeah, yeah i don't know that's a lot of money so basically after last minute we brought up um how much money does he actually have and then producer darren pointed out probably about a million and a half dollars a year a year yeah it's just based on cases yeah five thousand dollars an hour 60 hour week something like that yeah and that was that was 90 what, 95 money yeah and nowadays so it'd, it'd be, be like now. two something two million yeah. so his wealth is explainable i guess thanks darren yeah <laughs> Thanks for bringing the fun. Thanks for being a real dad. <laughs> now she's wearing something. She what? What? I, I didn't write down what she was wearing in this, but it, it does actually. There's a point. There's an outfit change, to, right? Yeah, uh-huh. pay attention to what she's wearing because she's she's got a headband on. I remember uh-huh. that, and her hair looks very nice, straight, straightened out. It, her hair is like full, perfect, flawless. <laughs> 
Like someone went over mm-hmm. it with a flat iron and like frizz smoothing, like mm. just completely smooth with a headband. And then I when the outfit change outside. happens, oh, let's get to the let's get to that when we get to okay. the actual outfit change. The next person, the next teacher, she has to convince is uh, what? What is this teacher, Mrs. Miss Geist? What does she even teach? Uh, I watched more of the movie, science. but I don't remember them bringing that up ever. Environmental science, maybe, yeah. That's what just came out of my mouth without thinking about it. I think that must be what it is. Yeah, probably <laughs> something with science because she's like all about protecting the environment, I guess. So. Yeah. She's played by Twink Kaplan. <laughs> That's a fake name, right? I have no <laughs> idea, but that is that is the name of the actress on IMDb. When I hear when I hear Twink, I think something else. You think of World of Warcraft? <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, she's still wearing the same outfit in here. Uh-huh. And, uh, Miss Guys, this is the first time we see her character, and she does. She actually figures into the movie a bit more than, than the PE teacher. We do see the uh-huh. PE teacher a couple of other times, but Miss Guys is one of the at least sub-important characters to the storyline. Yeah, but we will see in the next minute, I think. Mm-hmm. It's got a big sign on the wall that says Protect Coral Reefs, Greenpeace. Yeah, Greenpeace. Mm-hmm. We've already heard about Amnesty in this movie. Now we're hearing about Greenpeace. I think they they were really championing a lot of causes This is what what was important to us in the 90s. We were thinking about this stuff. Yeah, when I was at the high school, I didn't see any teachers with stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think we went to that kind of high school. (laughs) Nobody cared about that at our school. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the closest to environmentalism that you could get from the high school that Sarah and I went to Mm -hmm. would probably be uh, ag you know, oh, yeah, like my high school, or something like in that. my high school had a, I went to a vocational high school, we had a shop that was like agricultural something, something. Mm-hmm. All I know, like the, the kids in that, well, people I knew in that, like, loved snakes and lizards, and they were like, had a bunch of sn- pet snakes and stuff. Well, that sounds like the cool class. Uh, one was kind of dorky one was kind of annoying of course of course finally we see her trying to convince the last teacher and this is Wallace Shawn who we've already seen before uh-huh. he is the debate class teacher it seems uh-huh. like there must be more to that class than just debate but that's uh, what we see going on in there I love Wallace Shawn he's an American treasure he's awesome yeah and not just because he could have played Ziggy but yeah. I, I don't care who you are. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We, we learned in Annie Hall that he's a sexual dynamo. <laughs> I thought he was in, um, uh, I thought in Manhattan. He was the guy. Oh, is no? he missing? No. I don't think so. I mean, I could be wrong. He might have a part in that too. I think, but... I think it, I think Manhattan was like the reveal. I was, I don't a know. sexual dynamo. I can't they're, they're almost they're, they're very similar movies because it's both him meeting uh what's her name uh Diane Keaton's uh-huh. character and like changing his whole situation for it and uh-huh. Oh yeah, maybe it is his relationship with Diane Keaton in yeah. Manhattan. Yeah, I think I'm, that was Wallace Shawn. And maybe it was like Jeff Goldblum and Annie Hall. Maybe at the end. Well, I guess I'm going to have to watch it again. In the in the L.A. or something? After or? I finish Phantasm. So this is where we see that Cher is wearing something different. Now, I don't... Uh-huh. Normally, I don't think I would 
care in a movie, but since we're analyzing minute by minute, do you think that all these conversations happened on the same day? And if so, did she change her outfit during lunch or something like that? I feel like that's plausible, given yeah, absolutely. the type of person she is. Yeah. And how many clothes she has. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that she had a, a change prepared or brought to her. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't, that's the thing about it. You, it does not seem far-fetched at all. It's totally plausible. Totally. 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 <laughs> so is... Is this high school supposed to be like a Beverly Hills, like rich, rich, rich kids high school, like the like the good district of the city or something? Yeah, it's fancy. Okay, where I live, we didn't really have like the rich kid one in the. Well, those are Catholic schools, and the other rest were public schools. So right, I didn't really grow yeah. up with like the the fashionable, cool public school. So this like so seeing these movies. To me, is always kind of weird. Yeah, I, I knew somebody that was going to high school in Santa Monica when we were going to high school, mm -hmm. and it was pretty, it was richy rich rich oh. kids who got anything they wanted. Is that Ocean uh, OC, or is that something different? No, OC's farther south. Okay. So I've written down the only detail I wrote <laughs> on her outfit was black patent leather little backpack. Oh, yeah, mini backpacks. Those were cool. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a backpack one of my nieces would have. Yeah, a child-sized backpack. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty small. I think it's the kind of thing we used to make fun of back in the day because it was like, well, you can't fit any books in there. What do you got in there? Well, obviously, they're not caring about that kind of stuff. Well, they're too cool. They studied already. Yeah. yeah. Totally. That's that's definitely what it was. Yeah, they they spent up. They went. They spent all night just studying with their friends at a party with uh, you know weed and booze, you mm -hmm. know cool kids stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool kids. Love you guys can't. Booze. Yeah, that was me in high school. Yeah, you guys can't relate, right? Cool kids stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit it, but I think I might have been semi cool in high school. Oh my god. Does that sound I... like I'm full of myself? Yes, it does. Okay, I wasn't 100%. cool. I wasn't cool. She cannot convince uh wallace sean's character who i uh, of course i did not write down the name of mr hall uh, mr. mr hall, hall. <laughs> thank you to change her grade and mm -hmm. she is devastated she cannot handle well it. She... because he's a good teacher with morals right exactly door closes she's got her back against the door the camera's just focused in on her Mm -hmm. She needs to relieve her stress the only way she knows how. Capitalism. And, and we get a glorious shot. Actually, it's not that good of a shot of, like, the front of a mall thing. It's not like a helicopter shot of the mall or something like that. It's mm -hmm. it's like uh, you compared it to, like, the West Side Pavilion in Santa Monica, right? It mm -hmm. looked like the Third Street Promenade Mall in Santa Monica was back that, in the day. Was the mall a show an actual real mall in, like, L.A.? I think so, yeah. Yeah, definitely the outside. Mm -hmm. uh, the inside does not match what's going on, mm -hmm. though. Um, so you're saying this movie is a fake? I'm just saying there's probably some movie magic going on. Let's go with that. I feel, yeah. well, I feel betrayed. <laughs> mm -hmm. I thought this was a documentary. I thought everything that was happening <laughs> was real. You're mixing up documentary mm -hmm. with Relic. We cut to Sharon Dion discussing how bad it's going, and obviously Cher is super down, and we're inside a store, and you can already tell 
she's already mentioned it or somebody <clears throat> uh, was it Paul Rudd's character that mentioned Contempo Cap uh, Casual? Uh we maybe we know where they are. Yeah. I think that happens later. I don't know. Mm. Either way, uh-huh. it's yeah. it's kind of you can tell that this is a staple. And uh-huh. there we go. That about wraps up the minute for that part. So but what about the face she makes? She makes such like a crazy face in the mall. Who's and she? Oh, you were talking about Cher. Yeah. Huh. Cher makes a face like like she doesn't even know what to do. And then Dion and her try on hats. Is that what happens? Or she tries on a hat? Yeah. Or were you going to That's later. That's in the next minute. Don't skip yet. Oh, where are we now? We just barely, we just barely got I'm into contemporary casual. Okay. Yeah, that's the My part bad. where Dion says, "What do you have? Uh, buyer's remorse or something?" Buyer's remorse. Uh, yeah. And then we find, yeah, I think he starts to detail it, but we cut out before we go too far. Yeah, I think I saw some overalls back of it, like on the on the racks, <laughs> and was that cool in the nineties? Overalls. Yes. Oh, yes. Totally. Big time. <laughs> really. Big time. Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. Comfortable. I still kind of like them, actually. <laughs> Maybe it's because they were cool back then. I don't know. But I wouldn't wear those kind now. Like, those kind uh-huh. are just... Like, the faded color and everything is just so dated and dorky now. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only time I've seen someone pull off overall like that is in a movie... Uh, What's that rom-com with Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway? About... Oh, Love and Other Drugs? Yeah, and was that that's it? set in the 90s, and Anne Hathaway wears the overalls, and that's the one time I've seen someone look decent Okay, overalls. <laughs> okay. Just, like, it just looks so goofy to me. It is goofy. Like, the music video, Come On Eileen, everybody's dancing around in overalls. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's dorky. It is. I don't know. What the, I don't think I've seen that music video, but the, the music video that's playing in my head is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's better in your imagination. So I mixed up, uh, we have a set kind of questions that we're supposed to be asking for every day of the week, and I mm-hmm. mixed up the Thursday question with the Wednesday question. So, I'm sorry, I'm going to ask the Wednesday question now. Uh, who is your favorite character in the movie? Oh, Wallace Shawn. Let's start with you. Wallace Shawn, of course. Just, what do you like about Mr. Hall? He's, uh, a, well, at first he's a stern teacher who won't put up with changing grades just because, you know, she's a lawyer's kid. He's like the only, like, I guess, moral character, you could say, in that regard. He's the only one who has the... Integrity. Integrity and, uh, yeah, to just, like, be like, no. Yeah, I I am the teacher. You didn't do what was required. So they had to blackmail him. Yeah. Well, that's not what happened, but something like that. Mm -hmm. We're not there yet. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, I feel like the easy answer is Cher, because I do think that this movie wouldn't have worked with another actress in that part. But, um, I don't know. I, I definitely think Josh is my favorite because he's so nice and he always bails her out. And it's um, Paul Rudd. mm -hmm, It's Paul Rudd. So he's my favorite. Was this his first big hit? Cause he was in, Uh, cause he was in like a Halloween movie 
which was, I guess, successful a couple years after this. Yeah, it's 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 hard not to be successful in any horror movie, it seems like. But We found this old video game commercial that he was in recently. <laughs> yeah. Is it for, like, Sega Genesis or, like, Nintendo or something? Yeah, I think it was Super Nintendo. Oh. Yeah, Super Nintendo. Like, oh, these games are coming out! Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, lightning in the background. <laughs> like Super Mario World! <laughs> Mario Kart! Maybe that was his first starring role. Yeah, I'd buy video games if he, you know, was advertising them. Oh, yeah. I'd buy an Xbox One, even though I think Xboxes are garbage. If he was... Whatever. Whatever that guy's selling, I'm buying it. Yeah. And my pick is a character who has not appeared in the movie yet. So, spoiler for later minutes. I'm not going to talk about her character arc, but Mm -hmm. Brittany Murphy's character. And it's, you know, I have attachment to the actress... Mm -hmm. But I think her character is just so endearingly sweet that it's, uh, I, I just think it's a really great role that she does a great job in. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. The actress that plays that part in, um, in the Emma movie, mm-hmm. The Friend, uh, is... The one from Muriel's Wedding. Yeah, the, the girl the Sense. who's in Muriel's Wedding. What's her name? I don't remember. Oh, I almost had it. Let's come to a close here at the end of this. I have a runner-up for favorite character. Uh, sure. The So before I watched this again, the only character I remembered was Amber, the redhead. Yes. That you kind of see. And <laughs> for some reason, she is always my favorite character. But I'm not really sure why, because I, I, I about halfway through her movie, watching it in parts. But she kind of doesn't really do much. She bugs. But she is like yeah. the only thing I... Like the strongest memory I have with this movie, so I kind of have a weird attachment to that character, but I'm not sure yeah. why. <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> uh, she does leave an impression. I don't think I like her that much, but probably just because I don't know. I think I was on Cher's side, even though I knew she was wrong some mm-hmm. of the time. All right, let's call a close down to this minute here. Uh, that was minute 11 that we just took care of. Uh, Spencer, is there anything you want to plug? Um, I write for a couple websites, Friends with Nerdy. I write uh, a regular column called This Seems Interesting, where it's stuff from history of that history book that, that, that you don't really learn about in school and stuff. And I write for uh, Cinema Knife Fight. I review old TV shows like Twilight Zone, one step beyond Colchat and Night Stalker, stuff like that. Very good. Cool. Sarah, do you want to plug our podcast? Um, uh, sure. We uh, co-host with uh, our friend Aaron Cornelia's a podcast called "Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space." It's kind of a fun, goofy show, and we talk about um, some random sci-fi movies. We found some real gems. Yeah. Um. Including one that we just watched called The Sword and the Sorcerer, which, if you haven't seen, you should definitely watch. It's a great episode. (laughs) That is a great episode, by the way. Oh, thanks. Thank you. It's a great movie. Join us tomorrow for Minute 12. We'll see you then. Bye, folks. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Husted. Executive produced and hosted by Joel Torres with my guests Spencer Seams and Sarah Roberts. Follow us on Facebook at As If The Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore podcast. And follow us on Instagram, As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcasting app of your choice. Please rate and review if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016. <laughs>